Recorded live. Used to just play follow the leader. Leader say lift your hands, you just lift your hands. Leader say clap, clap. Leader say sway, you sway. But you get to a point beyond the veil. Your worship is for real. Candace is going to come and Bishop Gordon is going to jump in here a little bit. We're going to leave here tonight worshiping the Lord. How many know if he never does anything else, he's already done enough. He's worthy of all the worship because of who he is. Come on, clap your hands, everybody. Worship is for you. My worship is for you. 
Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. The song said, you'll never understand my praise. Don't try to figure it out. But one thing for sure and two things for certain, my worship, my worship, Hallelujah. It's for real. It didn't say it was counterfeit. It didn't say it was fake, false, or phony. Yeah. But it said my worship is for real. Yes, Lord. And the part that I love the most, you'll never understand. 
Mm. Why I worship him the way that I do. You'll never understand why I give him praise the way that I do. Some people may look at you like you're a fanatic. They may look at you like you've lost your ever-loving mind. But when you know that you know that you know who God is and what he has done, excuse me, sometimes you get to a point where you can't help but give God what he's due. And so, therefore, don't try to figure it out. Mm. <laughs> don't 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 try to cipher through it. But just know I've got a reason to bless the name of the Lord. Amen. Oh God. Yeah. We give honor to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ on tonight, and we welcome each of you to another edition of Fresh Fire Sunday Night Live. I am your host and the visionary prophet, B.K. Thompson, and we are grateful unto God for another opportunity that he has allowed us to come together for no other reason but to give him all praise, all glory, and all honor. Amen. Um, Truly, God is an awesome God, and beside him there is none other. We bless God for each of you that are on the line on tonight. Amen. Truly, God is an amazing God. And if I couldn't say a word, I would literally have to wave my hands. If I couldn't say a word, I would literally have to kick up my feet because God is such an awesome God. And I don't know who would not serve a God like this. must be something wrong somewhere. But I bless him on tonight and I give him glory. I give him honor and I give him praise because truly he is all that and more. Before we move forward um, in the call on tonight, we're going to open with prayer, and I'm going to ask Mama Laverne if she will take us to the throne of grace in prayer. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. That was a beautiful song to start out with. Um, As the bishop said, when you get to the point beyond the veil, where your worship is for real. And if you really want to know how real your worship is, go beyond the veil. Father, I ask in the name of your precious son, Jesus. On tonight, God, first and foremost, I thank you. I thank you, God, for those beautiful words that the choir was singing. I thank you, God, that we can go beyond the veil. I thank you, God, because our worship can be for real. I ask in the name of Jesus on tonight, God, that you show yourself to be who you are. Let us hear a word from you on tonight, God. Let us individually hear something from you, God, that will help us to take one more step, to help us to move on 
just that much further. God, just let her know that our walk is not for nothing. Help us, God, to realize and understand that there are going to be times in our lives where we might cry, we might hurt, we might suffer. You suffer for us. How much more do we expect from you than that we suffer as well? But Father, I ask in Jesus' name that you continue to hold us in your arms, continue to be there for us when we need you the most, continue to love us when we feel unlovable, continue to be there for us, God, when we feel that no one else understands. Continue to love us, God. Just continue to love us and teach us how to love. And I ask God in Jesus' name that you bless the speaker on tonight. Pour into him or her, God, a word, an awesome word, an on-time word, something that all of us can share collectively with something that we can all take away from this place individually that we will be blessed, and it will be one more thing, God, that we can learn on how to walk with you, talk with you, how to be quiet when you want us to hear from you. Teach us, Lord. Teach us, God. We didn't come here to stay, Lord. So whatever you give us, give us that which we need to carry us through on this journey. No matter how hard to walk, help us to continue to walk. No matter how many tears we might shed, God, continue to dry the tears from our eyes, God, and let us know as you always have. Let us know that it's going to be all right. God, we thank you on tonight, and we love you. And for everything that the speaker pours out, God, I ask that you pour back into them. The oil that they release, God, pour back into them. In the name of your precious son, Jesus, God, we thank you and we love you. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. We thank God for Mama Laverne opening us up in prayer on tonight. Amen. We thank God um, just for his presence that we feel even now. Um, That was just a, a little song that was running through my head. Um. That just not would get that 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 just wouldn't get out of my spirit, um, and I was like, Lord, have mercy! What in the world? Um, but it simply says, "Draw me close to you." Never let me go. I lay it all down again. Yes. 
to hear you say that I'm your friend. Amen. You are my desire. No one else will do. Nothing else would take your place to feel the warmth of your embrace. Help me find my way. Bring me back to you. You're I want your all I ever needed. Your all I want. Help me know you are near. How many can say that tonight? You're all I ever needed. You're all I want. Mm, help me know you are My God from Zion, mm. you're all I ever needed. You're all I want. Mm. Help me know you are Say the name of Jesus. Say the name of Jesus. Say the name so Fears and 
wipe away the pain when you can't find the words to say and you can't find the words you really want to pray say the name Say the name. Hey, say the name. Mm. Something about saying the name of Jesus. The word of God lets us know that at the name of Jesus, every knee must bow. And every tongue must confess that he himself is Lord. He is Lord, oh God. It's something about when you call on the name of Jesus. Things begin to happen. Things begin to shift. Things begin to move. Because there's power in the name of Jesus. There's victory in the name of Jesus. There's healing in the name of Jesus. There's deliverance in the name of Jesus. I wish I had a witness on this line tonight. Oh, my God. When you call on the name of Jesus. Yes, sir. The very foundation of hell begins to move and begins to shake. Mm. And I might not have been able to sing it the way I feel it and the way I want it to. But there's something about the name of Jesus. Yes. That can turn your morning into dancing. Mm. That can turn your midnight into morning, oh God. That's right. That can turn your weeping into rejoicing. Yes. If you only call on the name of Jesus. So I bless God on tonight just for the power in his name. At this time, I'm going to open the floor for praise reports, testimonies. The word of God said we're overcome by the word of our testimony and by the blood of the Lamb. If there's anyone on the line tonight with a praise report or a testimony, you can feel free at this time to leave your praise report and our testimony. Amen. Amen. (laughs) Praise the Lord. I'm going to go ahead and go first. I already had my testimony when I played that song, My Worship is for Real. I played that song over and over and over. Um, I love to hear them sing that. 
And I love it when he does say when you when you get to the point beyond the veil, where you can go past everything that goes on in your life, when you can go past mm-hmm. all the hurt and the pain, when you can go past the things people say about you and the things people do to you, when you get to the point beyond the veil, that's when your worship is for real. And I thank God for that on tonight because it let me know on this day that my worship is for real. My worship, and I thank God for that. I thank God that he has allowed me to come full circle with that, knowing that my worship is for real. So that's my testimony on tonight, that my worship is for real, and I thank and praise God for that. And I am ever so grateful that he takes the time for somebody like me to let me know that everything's going to be all right. I thank him because he takes the time. He takes time that we sometimes can't even take with each other. But he takes the time to let me know that all is well. He takes the time to let me know that it is well with my soul. So I am so, so, so grateful on tonight. And that's my testimony. I'm grateful and I'm grateful to know and I'm glad to know that my worship is for real. Amen. 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 Anyone else? Amen. Amen. I thank God and praise God for being on the line on tonight. This is Sister Raja. God bless you all tonight. But my testimony is just going to be in the form of a quick song. That's all right. Thank you, Lord. I love you. Yes. I love you. Mm. I love you, Lord, today. Because you care for me Mm. in such a special way. That's why I praise you. I lift you up and I magnify your name. That's why my heart is filled with praise. I love you. I love you. Mm. I love you, Lord, today because you care for me. In such a special way, that's why I praise you. Uh I lift and magnify your name. That's why my heart is filled with praise. I thank and I praise God because my heart is filled with praise on tonight. Yeah, I thank yeah. God for being on the line. Before I got on the line, I was just like, 
was laying in the bed with my husband, and I was just like, okay, babe, we didn't go to church today, you know, because I had something I had to do. But I'm trying to get to the point where I kind of, you know, start going to church more. And and I got on the line, and, you know, so I was, I was excited. I was like, oh, good, he's laying here next to me, and we can go ahead and, you know, hear the word of God. And, and I was just so excited and everything. And then, you know, he just, just didn't want to hear it, so he put his earphones on. So I'm in another room, but I said, Lord, I just got to be encouraged and just say, Lord, I love you, Lord, today. Yes, yes, yes. And I, I, just, I just thank God because other words that's going to come forth tonight and just, you know, desiring to hear the word. Bless the Lord. Amen. Amen. She sung so beautifully. Thank you. Bless her, Lord. Amen. Amen. Is there anyone else? Mm. Thank you, Jesus. Glory be to God. Oh, Anyone God. else with a praise report or testimony? Bless if you're your on name, mute, come God. off mute. What's your name, God? Mm. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord God. Bless your holy name, Jesus. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Lord God. Bless your holy name. We don't want to cut anyone off. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to your name, God. God is an awesome God. Hallelujah. Amen. If not, I was trying to see if Mama Frances was on mute, if she was going to testify, or anyone else. Um, If not, we're going to get ready to move forward. Hallelujah. 
Thank you, Lord Jesus. I bless God. Um, on tonight, we have had an awesome weekend, our weekend long. Um, God has been good to us, and we thank him for um, all that he is doing in this season of our lives. Um, literally just got home off the road. Um, right before the call um, from North Carolina, and um, just grateful to God for uh, the move of, of His Spirit and for how He met us there um, this weekend, and just for what He's doing um, in 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 our lives and how He's um, just literally blowing our minds and. Just for the things that he's doing, I'm telling you, God is an amazing God. And uh, beside him, there is none other. And I'm just just speechless and just elated at uh, the goodness of God and just everything he's doing. And I truly bless the name of the Lord because there is none like him. I truly thank God, amen, um, amen, just for the word that we have been receiving, amen, and um, just for how we were out fellowshipping last night afterwards and how uh, the Holy Ghost just showed up in the restaurant. I said, Lord, can't take us nowhere. The Holy Ghost just showed up in the restaurant and just literally began to speak and um, just begin to confirm things and begin to just show himself. And I was just sitting there in awe, like, God, what in the world? Okay. <laughs> what in the world? Lit- literally. What in the world? Um, and so I bless God on tonight because I'm telling you, he is doing something major right about now. And it pays um, to be in alignment with uh, what God is doing. Because whether we understand and realize it or not, this is a season where um, the Spirit of the Lord is saying it's time out for excuses. It's time out for excuses. We always have an excuse uh, when it comes to uh, fulfilling things for the kingdom of God and doing what we know to do um, in the body of Christ. And uh, we always have things that we say we're going to do or how we're going to do or when we're going to do. And we always make covenants with the Holy Ghost. But then when it comes time to do what we're going to do or what we're supposed to do, there's always an excuse. But I heard somebody say about a week or so ago that an excuse was nothing but the meat of a lie covered by the skin of a reason. And then they flipped it and said that an excuse was also the skin of a reason stuffed with a lie. 
And I said, oh, God. But we have to understand and realize that um, it's, <clears throat> it's imperative now more than ever in this season that we become uh, that we become serious, we become dedicated and committed to the will, the purpose, and the plan of God, and that we do not miss our moment. There are there are strategic times and strategic setups that God has in store for us, and if we're not careful and if we're not in the right place at the right time among the right people, then we're going to miss our moment. We're going to miss what God has for us. We're going to miss exactly what God wants to do with us, for us, and through us. Um, and so I pray on tonight that as we are moving forward towards destiny, that we have a greater outlook and a greater mindset on what it is that God wants to do and that we become dedicated and committed because so many times um, we say what we're going to do and when we're going to do it and how we're going to do it. And then when it comes time to do it, we never follow through. We never step up and say, okay, I'm going to do this now. And God is looking back and he's saying, okay, but, Every time you need me, I'm there. But but whenever I need you, you're never there. And so God is looking for us to step up and be the ones he, he, he can count on and depend on and lean on because the fields are white and ready to harvest, but the laborers are few. And so many times we have that church faith we we know when to say amen. We know when to say hallelujah. We know when to get up and jump and shout and run around the church. We know the religious side and the traditional side, and we know uh, church function. But when we get outside of church in the public uh, where we're around folk we don't know, some folk wouldn't even know that you belong to a church or you're a part of a ministry because of what they hear coming out your mouth or how they see you conducting yourself. And it's time that we make up in our mind who are we really going to serve? Who are we who are we really going to submit to? Who are we really going to stand for? Because the word of God lets me to know that uh we must make a decision the word of God said, if Baal be God, serve him. But if God be God, then serve him. So we have to get to a place where we understand and realize that we can't treat God like a part-time lover. Love him on Sunday, but the rest of the week you don't know who he is. Holiness is not a denomination. It's a lifestyle. It's a way of life. And I don't know why that just uh, dropped in my spirit. But we have to get to a place where we truly acknowledge God first and foremost in everything we do. Some people sitting up in the house trying to rob Peter to pay Paul, and you 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 can't figure out why you in the mess you in because you won't acknowledge God. 
You want to acknowledge God first and foremost as the head of your household. You won't acknowledge God in everything you do. You won't fully lean and depend on him so, so God can't move you the way he desires to move. We, we've got to get to that place where, where we seek ye first the kingdom and all of his righteousness, and then everything else will begin to fall in place. But until we get our our household in order, and we begin to put him as the chief cornerstone. Nothing will ever work. Nothing will ever come into alignment the way we desire it to come into alignment. Um, tonight, very briefly, I want to uh, call your attention to... Uh, The book of Second Kings, chapter five. Second Kings, chapter five. <clears throat> Y'all stay with me tonight. It's awfully quiet on this hairline. Amen. I only heard one amen. Mama Laverne, are you still with us? Mama Francis, Mother Carter, praise the Lord. Y'all still awake? I'm right here. It's just hard. It's hard to, when we keep talking. It, it messes up your your voice. It knocks you out. Oh, I'm good. Oh, okay. All right, then. Yeah, I'm here. This is this is a talk back ministry. Hello, y- y'all can say amen. Amen. <laughs> long as I know y'all here, praise the Lord. I'm not trying to preach to no dead pews. Praise the Lord. Because uh-huh. because if 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 everybody sleep, I mean, hello, we can just say good night in doxology. I didn't come to preach to nobody dead, hello, because if it's dead, we're going to take you out back and bury you. Second Kings chapter 5, and I'm going to read one verse. Second Kings chapter 5. Second uh, Kings five fourteen, and the word of the Lord reads: Then went he down, and dipped himself seven times in the Jordan, according to the saying of the man of God. And his flesh came again like unto the flesh of a little child, and he was clean. That was from the American Standard Version. Um, the King James Version says, Then went he down and dipped himself seven times in Jordan, according to the saying of the man of God, and his flesh came again, like unto the flesh of a little child, and he was clean. If I could use 
for a thought just for a few moments. It would simply be a disguised blessing in in an uncomfortable place. All right. A disguised blessing in an uncomfortable place. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you for this day. We thank you, O God, for the blessings of the day. Father, we thank you for all that you have done, for all that you're doing. Now, God, we thank you for another opportunity that you have allowed us to come before your people. God, we ask you to hide us, O God, behind the deepest, darkest shadow of thy cross. Anoint my lips like the pen of the ready writer that I may go forth and decree and declare your word with power, with clarity, and with authority. God, send the anointing that makes preaching and teaching easy. God, we ask you, O oh God, to allow your word to enlighten, enhance, empower, and impact your people on tonight. God, let thy will be done in Jesus' name, and we'll give you praise, glory, and honor, for we ask it all in the only name that matters, and that name is Jesus Christ. Amen, amen, and amen. 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 Hallelujah. A disguised blessing in an uncomfortable place. All right. Um, As I was seeking uh, the presence of the Lord and, and, and really beginning to ask God what to uh, say on tonight, um, knowing that we had just literally got off the road and um, I really hadn't thought about uh, who was supposed to preach tonight being gone the weekend, um, I really begin to just sit here and like, okay, God, what am I supposed to say? What am I supposed to do? Um, is there somebody else that's supposed to minister? Things of that nature. The one thing that the Lord really began to deal with me concerning was um, how that the saints of God despise change. Mm. And as I was sitting here, he 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 began to deal with me about how that we have so many in the body of Christ who have become accustomed to religious traditions. And I'm not just talking about from a uh, church point of view, if you will, but I'm talking about an everyday walk of life point of view. When you get up in the morning, the first thing you do is you go to the restroom and you brush your teeth and you fix your hair and you wash your face and then you go down to the kitchen and you uh, turn on the coffee pot and you fix yourself a pot of coffee and you go grab the newspaper and you sit down at the kitchen table and you drink your coffee and you read the paper and then you get up and you go you uh you go from the kitchen and you go into the bedroom and you get your clothes out the closet and you figure out what you're going to put on for that day. Then you go jump in the shower. You go back in and you begin to get dressed. And once you get dressed, you go uh, from from the bedroom back into the kitchen. And, and, and if you're on your way to work, then you have to fix your lunch and you uh, – you leave from fixing your lunch and you head to the car. You get in the car and you go to work and you fulfill the day's uh, the 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 day's workload. Uh, for those that have kids, you may have to drop your kids off at school, 
or drop your kids off at daycare or at the babysitter or whatever the case may be, depending on their age. Once you do that, you head to work and you 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 do that day's workload, and then you leave work. You pick up the kids. You head back home. You you kiss the dog. You kiss the cat. You put the kids in the bathtub. Put the kids in the bed. You and your husband sit and talk. You 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 go through this. A religious tradition day after day after day after day. But somewhere along the way, something may shift or switch or change that may come up in the middle of the week or towards the end of the week that will offset your schedule and it will upset you when it's not be your finger. Or you may go to church and sit in the same seat every Sunday, sit in the same seat every Wednesday. Everybody knows when they come in, in, in the door to the house of God, they're going to see you sitting on that pew in that seat on that row next to that same aisle every single service. But let somebody come into the church uh, before you get there and sit in your seat and you get ready to have a fit like your name was engraved on that seat. All right. Because we can't deal with something new. We can't deal with the shift. We we can't deal with change. We like things the way that they are. We like things to continue in a repetitious pattern because if something uh, shifts or changes in a way that we're not ready or we can't deal with or we can't handle, then we're ready to just 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 flip out or have a meltdown or have a breakdown or 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 we really just can't handle ourselves because this is just the messed up everything concerning me. The saints of God cannot deal with change. They have a ritualistic program that they follow every single day and you best not mess it up because if you do there's going to be trouble in paradise. So I went and I began to look up the word shift. And I began to look up the word change. And shift, the definition of shift said to move or to move of court, move or cause to move from one place to another, especially over a small distance. What is it saying? Maybe you're carrying a box through your house, and the weight on your right side may become unbearable. So you have to shift that box from the right side to the left side because your left side is more stable and more capable of carrying that box from one from from point A to point B. The second definition of shift was a slight change in position, direction, or tendency. This is the kind of shift that takes you by surprise. The third definition was one of two or more recurring periods in which different groups of workers do the same shifts in relay. What is this saying? You have a relay going on. Mama Laverne may come in and she may work from 3 to 11. Raja may come in and she may work from 11 to 7. Mother Carter may come in and she may work from 7 to 3. 
but it's a repeated pattern that goes over and over and over. And you know who's supposed to come in, when they're supposed to be there, what time they're supposed to get off, and who's supposed to come in behind that individual because it's a recurring process. It's a repeated pattern. But there are times when change is inevitable. We know we need it. We know it's necessary. However, we do everything in our own power to avoid becoming accustomed to the change that we know we need. God has given us access, everything we need to make the transition smooth and without the stress, the struggle, or the strain. However, the reason some of us are still stuck is simply because of the fact that we've gotten set in our ways. And I've come to discover that God is a gentleman. God is a type of God, beloved, that he won't force himself on you. He only does what we allow him to do. He's not yeah. going to make you do something that you're not ready for. Amen. As I begin to look at Naaman in this particular passage of Scripture, Naaman was a commander of the armies of ben the II, the king of Aram Damascus in the time of Joram, king of Israel. According to the word of God, Naaman was a commander of the army of Syria. He was a good commander and was held in favor because of victory that God brought him. Yet, in spite of all of this, Naaman was a leper. Naaman's wife had a servant girl from Israel who said that there was a prophet there that would be able to heal him. Word comes unto Naaman So Naaman tells his Lord, and he sent to Israel with a letter to the king. The king of Israel didn't know what to do, yet Elisha came to the king asking to see Naaman. The word of the Lord came to Naaman to go dip in Jordan seven times, and he would be clean. Naaman became angry. Naaman wants to go dip in Christine. Naaman wants to go dip in far, far. Naaman wants to go dip in these clear crystal rivers. Why did he get upset, you may ask? Why would Naaman become uh, angry? Because of the fact flowing southward from its sources in the mountainous area where Israel, Syria, and Lebanon meet, the Jordan River passes through the Sea of Galilee and ends in the Dead Sea. A large part of its 320-kilometer length forms the border between Israel and Jordan in the north and the West Bank and Jordan in the south. The river falls 950 meters from its source to the Dead Sea. For most of its course, down the Jordan Rift Valley, it flows well below sea level. Its name means Dan flows down. Though an old song says Jordan River is deep and wide, the modern river is neither. It places, in places it is more like a creek than it is a river. It's less than 10 meters across and 2 meters deep. Because its waters are a vital resource for the dry lands of the region, the Jordan has been a place of contention amongst Israel, Jordan, 
Syria, Lebanon, and the Palestinians. In modern times, more than 90% of its natural flow has been diverted for domestic and agricultural use. The lower Jordan is heavily polluted by sewage and industrial runoff. Naaman had an opportunity to pick up something far greater than what he was already dealing with if he was to go and dip in Jordan seven times. So I can understand in my mind why it was that Naaman wanted to go dip in these crystal clear rivers. But my question unto you tonight is, how many of you understand and realize that God will send you to the nastiest places to see how serious you are about getting your deliverance? How many of you know on tonight that it's, it's, it's those dirty, filthy, nasty I don't want to go places to dwell in that God will send you to see if you're really serious about what he has in store for you. How many of you understand and realize on tonight in order to test you and to try you and to see if you're really serious about what God has for you, there are times when he will take you to the limit to see if you're really desperate for a miracle, if you're really desperate for a breakthrough. Sometimes desperate times call for desperate measures. The word of God lets us know that he uses the foolish things to confound the wise. Now, now, now some of us on the line tonight, if we was told to go dip in a river of this uh, type of environment and situation, a lot of y'all would have said, I ain't going, I ain't going to do it, I'm going to throw, throw, throw my hands up, you won't find me there, I'm not going to that nasty, dirty, filthy place, I'm going over here, and if I don't get my healing, then so be it, I don't need it, and I don't want it, but how many of you know, sometimes God just wants to see if you're going to be obedient? Wow. Amen. God wants to see if you're going to be faithful and committed to his cause or are you going to walk with your own agenda. God wants to know how desperate you really are for a move of his spirit. Naaman had every right to be upset because he was viewing things from a natural perspective more than that of a spiritual perspective. When your mind is not in a place where it needs to be spiritually, you will begin to float all over the place simply because you're not in the place where you should be, the place of consecration and meditation. That is simply the reason why Philippians 4 and 8 tells us, finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, he said, think on these things. There are times where God will allow you to experience certain situations and things will come up just to see if you're going to be obedient to what he's asked you to do. God already knows what you need, where you need it, and how you need it. However, there are times he will allow a prerequisite to come in just to see if you're going to submit to his will or if you're going to try and complete your own agenda. What is a prerequisite? A prerequisite is something that is necessary to an end or to carrying 
out of a function. A prerequisite is necessary sometimes. That's right. To get you to that place. Yes. Now, the Holy Ghost, to give you an example, Mama Laverne may have a special need up, up before the Lord. And she may be praying and seeking God for one particular thing. And the Holy Ghost may come to her and say, Laverne, I'll do this for you if you'll do that for me. That's a prerequisite. If you're obedient to what I'm needing you to do, then I'll come through and move for you just like you need me to move if you'll follow my instructions. But that's the problem. We got too many hard-headed, stiff-necked, macaroni-backbone, jelly-backed saints that will not be obedient to the will of the Holy Ghost. And so they're standing back looking crazy and don't understand why they're not reaping the harvest and the benefits that the Holy Ghost has spoken that they can obtain because they're too stubborn. They won't be obedient to the will of God that God has for them. Wow. God said give $10 in the offering and you put five because you had to go get you a Big Mac at McDonald's. Mm. Knowing, knowing that you need to lose some weight. Hello, somebody. Uh-oh. Quit <laughs> talking about me. God said, give that stranger on the corner $5. Because that's what they need at that moment. But no, you was too too bougie and too arrogant. What they need my money for? I need my own money. I need to go this I need to go by that. I need to go by the other. And you missed your blessing because you would not entertain the angel unaware. Wow. They don't need my money. They look just fine to me. The Holy Ghost didn't ask you if they needed your money. And so many times we miss our moment and we miss the blessing God has for us because we're too stiff-necked, we're too stubborn, we're too hard-hearted, and we're too caught up in ourselves. And so we miss the moment God has for us where he's trying to bless us because we're all about ourselves. And he's got these disguised blessings set up in these uncomfortable places that may be uncomfortable to us. But yet we say we trust him. Yet we say we love him. Yet we say we're saving the sanctified and filled with the Holy Ghost, running on the soon coming king. Save, sanctified, Holy Ghost filled, fire baptized, got Jesus on our side, and we're running for our life. Are we truly running for our lives? Are we truly a soldier in the army of the Lord? Because in this walk with God, you you can't serve God on your own terms. 
everybody wants a prophetic word from from the Lord, but you won't do nothing with 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 the words that you've already received. God has gave some of you instructions and you ignore them. You act like he didn't even speak. But yet every time you turn around, you want a prophetic word and you want somebody to speak over you and lay hands on you and spit on you in the whole nine yards. God cannot release anything else to you until you do something with with, with what he's already spoke. Wow. Then the first thing you want to say is, oh, he was a false prophet. She was a false prophetess. They don't know what they was talking about. No, you was a false recipient because you was not in place to receive the blessing God had for you because of your ill-willed heart. Well, you cannot buy a miracle. You cannot buy a blessing. You cannot buy something from the Holy Ghost. No, sure can't. As you sow, you will reap a harvest. But your attitude that you sowed with is going to be predicated upon the harvest you receive. Did you sow cheerfully? Or did you sow, they always somewhere asking for my money. They always somewhere saying they need an offering. Well, I need an offering too. If that's your attitude, keep your money. God don't want your cursed seed. (laughs) We've got to get to the place where we understand and realize who we are and whose we are in the kingdom. We're stuck with an Egyptian mentality, and God's saying, I need you to shift your mindset and walk with a kingdom mindset, operating under a kingdom mentality, getting to where I need you to go. You still dealing with stuff from 1972, and we're in 2017. It's time to get somewhere and get set free. You are lying. That's true. My man. You looking back at 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 what Mother Johnson did to you on the third row on the right hand side of the church back in nineteen fifty four. Oh Mother Johnson dead and gone. She ain't thinking about you. But you holding on to it killing yourself. That's true. Get somewhere and get delivered. Get free. Get Mother Johnson out your spirit. Uh, thank you, Lord. Shift your mindset and your mentality. Thank you, Lord. Well, I remember when the pastor came in the church on 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 the first Sunday in November of 1989 and stuck his nose up in the air and would not speak to me. Are you kidding me? Well, that's some serious stuff. That's real. 
We have too many saints of God who've made things difficult for themselves simply because they've gotten the mentality of Frank Sinatra and have done things their way. Yep. We've got another group of saints who who have become fans of Burger King and they've tried to bargain with God and have things their way. But I stopped by to let somebody know when you're operating in the kingdom, it's God's way or the highway. There's no in-between. That's right. That's true. His word is, is his commandment, and we as saints of the Most High God must line up and follow suit according to his divine will concerning our lives. God has so much he wants to release and manifest. However, we must be in position to receive it. He is that kind of God. Yes. But are we that type of people that we're willing to say yes when instructions are given? Are we willing to bite the bullet and say, God, whatever it takes, I don't see it. I can't feel it. I don't understand what you're doing, but I trust you. God, I trust you. Uh There's three points I want to leave with you tonight. The first point I want to leave with you is it's time to face reality. It's time to face reality. That's true. In order for you to become free, you must first realize you've got a problem. Yeah, you're all right. And, and, and that you're in need of freedom and deliverance. God cannot set you free until you first acknowledge that you need to be set free. Yeah. The second thought that I want to leave with you, the second point, once you've got free, you've got to get to the point where you trust God when you can't trace him. My my uh crusade is coming up this 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 coming weekend. Friday, Saturday and Sunday. I have a husband and wife with seven kids. Seven. Count it, seven. There's nine of them. Do you think they have all the money in the world? No, they don't. Do you think that they're sitting on a gold mine? No, they're not. They're pressing every single day to make sure there's food on the table and clothes on their back and shoes on their feet and things of that nature. But the Holy Ghost put in their spirit that they had to be here, and they're so excited they can't see straight. And because they they shifted their mindset and they begin to look at the spiritual aspect and see things in the spirit and follow the leading of the Holy Ghost, every single need that they've had 
to come to this crusade is being met. Why? Because they didn't sit around talking about what they didn't have and what they could not see. They begin to shift their mindset and focus on the power of the Holy Ghost. And God has begun to move. You can't sit and look at what you ain't got and what you don't see and call yourself a saint of the Most High God. It don't work. And it will not work. You cannot, you cannot advance in the kingdom stuck with a uh, Egypt mentality. You can't get nowhere. It just won't work. Mm-mm. You have got to learn how to trust God when you cannot trace him. And I know too many people that's coming up in here that are trusting God. They don't see it. They don't know where it's coming from. But God is providing because they trust him. God is making ways and blowing folks' mind. So if he can do it for one, don't tell me he can't do it for another. I've been seeing him do some crazy stuff this past week. Trust me. He'll do it every time. The third point I want to leave with you is it's time to submit to the process. Wherever you are in this walk, you need to walk out your process with God. Walk out your process. If if you're going to be a saint of God, be a saint of God. Get back in the house of God where you belong. And be a saint of the Most High God. Stop playing with the Holy Ghost. Because the longer you stay out the house of God, the worse things are going to get. Now is not the time to stay out of the house of God. Now is not the time. Amen. Now is not the time. But you, you can play with it if you want to. But when all hell breaks loose, don't ask why. Don't sit back trying trying to figure out where uh, all the chaos is coming from because you ain't been obedient. Don't be sitting up there like somebody on, on hee-haw talking about nobody knows the trouble I've seen. Well, if you would have been obedient to the Holy Ghost and got yourself where you're supposed to be, and you wouldn't be seeing all this trouble that you're seeing. Mm. Get yourself where, where you belong. Stop talking about it and be about it. Mm. Zion is calling us to a higher place of praise. Zion is calling us to a higher place of worship. 
He's calling us to a higher place. And it's time that we align ourselves with the will of God and do what he commissioned us to do. There is most definitely an uncomfortable, there's most definitely a disguised blessing in an uncomfortable place. But in order for you to find the blessing, you've got to get to that place. Yeah. In order for you to find the blessing, you've got to get to that place. You ain't you you ain't gonna find the blessing sitting at home, complaining about what you don't see, and what I ain't got, and I can't make it, and I can't do it, and I can't, I can't, I can't, because can't never could and will do nothing. Right. And and you can stick a pen in that can't never will and never could do nothing and won't do nothing. Oh. And that's a promise. But Paul said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. All things. I can do all things. Thank you. All things. I pray tonight that you got a thought out of the word. Thank you, Jesus. And that the word was a blessing and that it would give you something to think about. Something to hold on to. And to glean from in the coming days, weeks, months. Because as the old saints used to say, in times like these, we need a Savior. Mm-hmm. In times mm-hmm. like these, we need an anchor. Be very sure. Be very sure. Your anchor holds mm-hmm. and grips mm-hmm. the solid rock. Mm-hmm. Father, I thank you on tonight. I give you praise, I give you glory, and I give you honor. I thank you, O God, for this word that you have given me to release into your people. Father, I pray that this word has gone forth to accomplish the assignment that you've assigned, O God, to it to fulfill. Father, I pray for each and every individual under the sound of my voice. I pray tonight, oh God, that there will be a shift in mindset, mentalities, oh God, right now and in the name of Jesus. Satan, I rebuke you. I bind you and I cast you into hell where you belong. You have no power. You have no authority. 
I decree and declare victory over each and every individual under the sound of my voice. Spirit of the living God, have your way. Have your way. Move, O oh God, by your power and by your spirit. Mm. Save the unsaved, God. Heal the broken. Deliver the captive. Do the impossible, God. Do what man said could not be done. Mm. Father, we thank you. Thank you, Jesus. We give you praise. We give you glory. Thank you, Lord. And we give you honor. Thank you, Lord. For we know, oh God, there is none like you. Oh, bless you, Lord. And we bless you tonight, oh God. Thank you, Lord. For from the rising of the sun to the going down of the same, your name, oh God, is worthy to be praised. Yes, it is. Do these things for us, O oh God, and we'll forever give your name the glory. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. Amen. We bless God on tonight for each and every one of you. At this time, we're going to open the floor. Mm-hmm. If there be any remarks, you can feel free to do so at this time. Amen. Yeah. Beautiful word, beautiful word. Oh, I tell you, you stepped all over me, but hey, I asked for it. I thank God for that word because uh, I had been dealing with uh, a situation with somebody at church, uh, both at church and at private. And I'm telling you, when 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 people get to you like that, it can really damage you spiritually. It will eat you up. So I thank God for you bringing that out into the open on tonight. Not that I didn't know, but I guess it was my hard-headed side. So I thank God for that. Um, I thank God for everything that you said. You, you was on, on point with what you were saying. And I'm just grateful on tonight that I found myself somewhere in there. And uh, they say to know better is to do better. So now that I know better, I'm going to have to work towards doing better. But God bless you, and I really do appreciate you, and I appreciate that much. I really, really do on tonight. That this one I will not forget. God bless you. To God be the glory. Mama Levine, God bless you. Amen. Yeah, praise the Lord. <laughs> God bless you, Roger. Hey, praise the Lord. Um, I thank God for the word on tonight and uh it's been it's a blessing and what I got from the word is that a change is gonna come, so you know, you have to acknowledge it and accept it and just be obedient to it. So I thank God for the word because it was a rich word for me tonight. It was a right now word. I, you know, I see myself in it. You know, I'm not the type of person that, you know, 
sometimes, you know, you hear a word and you think, you know, it's not for me, you know, but, you know, I acknowledge my faults and everything. So I thank God for the word on tonight. And like Mother Laverne said, you know, um, I'm going to, I'm going to do better. I'm going to do better. Amen. To God be the glory. Amen. That kind of word you say, ouch. Ouch. (laughs) (laughs) Did you say ouch, Mother? If it's me, oh Lord. Yes, Lord, I'm changing. Yes, Lord. (laughs) Awesome word. Uh, uh, Awesome word. Awesome word. That's all I can say to a prophet. And it's an on time word. It's an on-time word. I did a message the other week, and God had given me a message that, that preach on. And I, I'm not a preacher, but I'm a teacher. And it was on, don't just come to church, be the church. And that's what you were saying tonight. Don't just come to church, you know. Uh, some folks just come just to be in the crowd. But we have to, our lives have to be represented. Of it. You bought it tonight. You bought it tonight. We have to be the church. Yeah, it ain't that building. We are the we are the church. You also were tonight. God use your mighty name. It's an on time word. Thank you. Thank you for letting God use you. To God be the glory. Is there anyone else? I don't want to cut anyone off. I came in late. I don't know if you can hear me. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Um, and I was going to say that um, part of what you said was preached today at church uh, about the process and then uh, about it's time to be. And um, also, in essence, about we've got to have faith like never before. So um, I thank the Lord for him just coming around a second time and um, speaking the same thing. Because right now, God is really speaking corporately, a corporate word. What he says in South Carolina, he is also saying tonight in Virginia. So we honor God for you, and thank you. Wow, my God. I'm telling you, God is amazing. My, my, my. Wow, wow, wow. Um, can I say something also, again, Prophet? Sure. While you were talking and even about your uh, conference that's coming up, um, the Lord said, don't look for this conference to be like any other. 
Um, it's almost like he's putting, you will see that he's putting his stamp of approval on it early. And you all are getting ready to walk in. The eyes have not seen, ears have not heard. Uh, this will be the talk of uh, Beckley or wherever it's going to be in the Charleston. Charleston. Mm-hmm. Charleston, okay. It will be the talk throughout the rest of the year. Throughout the rest of the year, the Lord says. And it will be so where, uh, I don't know whether you'll be living there still next year or if you will come back there to still host uh, your conference, but it's going to put um, such a desire to make other people who have not come get there, okay? God is using this particular one to show, I hear the Lord saying, the naysayers, the naysayers, those who don't want to see it come into fruition. But God said, I'm stamping my approval on it early. Mm. <laughs> my God. Mm. Hallelujah. And it is so. I receive it. I receive it. Who oh, Jesus? Mm-hmm. My God. Some things I have to share with you. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yes, sir. Lord have mercy, God. Mm. Hallelujah. Mm, wow. Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Is there anyone else? Amen. If there be no one else on tonight with um, any comments, Lord God, I am so full from this weekend alone. My God. <clears throat> what a weekend. Mm-mm-mm. Jesus. Mm-mm-mm. My God. Lord have mercy. Mm. I bless the Lord. I bless the name of the Lord. God is something I tell you. Mm-mm-mm. Thank you, the Lord God. Mm. Um, if there be no other comments or remarks. Mm. 
um, we we will not have a call next Sunday. Um, this coming weekend, Friday night is the opening night of the um, seventh annual Fresh Fires Crusade. Um, right here in the uh, city of Charleston, West Virginia. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, October 6th, 7th, and 8th. Um, The crusade will convene at King of Glory International Ministries, 302 Delaware Avenue uh, on the west side of Charleston, where our very own um, Apostle Tina M. Beattie is the uh, senior pastor and founder um, Elder Rosalind Williams is the um, executive pastor, and Elder Ron Beattie is the um, youth pastor. Um, our theme for this year is the glory invasion, heaven invades earth. Mm-hmm. Um, our keynote speaker for this year mm-hmm. is Dr. Valerie Moore Burris. Uh, she will be ministering Friday night at 730, Saturday evening at 6. And Sunday evening at 5. Saturday morning, we will have Morning Glory at 11 a.m. with Prophetess Charlotte Harbison of Delve Ministries in Beckley, West Virginia. Um, Some people are still booking hotel rooms. If you have not reserved your room, you need a hotel room, you can call the hotel directly at 304-744-4444. And reserve your room at the Wingate, $89 a night for single or double occupancy. Um, uh, when you call the hotel, be sure to mention Fresh Fire Ministries to get the discounted rate. Um, also, uh, we are trying to reach our deadline. Um, we have $350 we need to raise. Um, quickly, ASAP. Um, at least by by at least Tuesday, um, we have three hundred and fifty dollars we need to raise for the for the travel expenses of Dr. Burris. Um, we was at nine hundred, and thankful to God for those who have sown um, and helped us thus far. We are now down to $350. Um, So as the Lord uh, would lead, if you are able to help us in any way, shape, form, or fashion, um, no seed is too small. We would greatly appreciate your help. Um, Prophetess Tara is not working, not able to work at the moment, and so um, uh, our finances are in transition, and we need your help. Uh, to be able to flow in the spirit of excellence. Every seed you sow will go directly into the crusade. Uh, You can sow via PayPal, paypal.me forward slash Prophet BK Thompson. Uh, We also have the Cash app. Our screening there is FreshFire2017. You can also sow via Facebook um, in our inbox via the payments option um, with your debit card. Um. But, uh, yeah, uh, by Tuesday, we need to uh, have at least $350 to cover Dr. Burris' travel expenses. Um, That's from uh, South Carolina here. 
Um, so please, ma'am, please start. Um, if you can and you're able, we need your help uh, to get this finalized so we can get that to her before she gets on the road. Um, everything else is covered and taken care of. Mm-hmm. That's just the last ends we need to tie up, and we are under contract. So if you uh, could be of help, um, we would greatly appreciate it. Uh, we also have other options that you can sow via uh, Western Union and MoneyGram. Um, so those are options as well. Um, every seed you sow is greatly appreciated. Um, and we thank you to those who have already sown. It has been a tremendous blessing, and we thank God for each of you. Uh, without your prayers, your loving, your support, we would not be able to do this. Um, but we're grateful to God for what he's getting ready to do um, on this weekend. For everyone that's making preparation to come in from near and from far, we are excited. Um, and we're ready to see what God's about to do um, this coming weekend. Um, but if you're unable to sow, please pray um, that we get this money taken care of um, because we are under strict contract and we need to get this stuff on a lot. Um, are there any other questions, comments, and or concerns? Amen. If not, we're going to get ready to uh, let you go. As I stated, there will not be a call next Sunday night. Uh, we will reconvene the following Sunday. Um, at 10 Eastern, 9 Central uh, for Fresh Fire Sunday Night Live. Um, our hearts and minds clear. Let us look to the Lord in prayer. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you uh, for this night. We thank you, O oh God, for all that you have done, for all that you're doing. Father, we thank you um, just for your presence. We thank you, O oh God, for um, leading us, for guiding us, for directing us. Father, I thank you for each and every individual under the sound of my voice. Father, I pray as we depart from this place, but never from your presence, go with us, go before us, make easy, safe, and successful our way. God, I ask you this night as your people um, lay down to rest, God, that you would hold them in the hollow of your hand. God, rock them in your bosom. God, allow them to rise to a new day's dawn, revived refreshed, restored, and renewed, and will forever give your name the praise, the glory, and the honor, for we ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. God bless you all, and we love you. It's our prayers. Love you. Amen. Bless you.